This episode of the Natural Habitat Podcast is brought to you by CBD Technologies. CBDtechnologies.us Oh, whew. Whoops. I hit that too. Hit that. I hit that too hard. Don't hit it too hard. CBDtechnologies.us Couldn't spring for the dot com. Or maybe there's multiple sites for different places in the world. Do you think that that's really the guy, the guy's picture? Or do you think that's a stock photo? Mm, Ryan Jones? That looks like it might be a real picture. Just because, you know, I think that if it was a stock photo, they would have either had him shave or grow out a beard. Or he would be in, like, a lab coat, like, looking at, like, a vial. Yeah, definitely looking at, like, some sort of CBD vial. Yeah. But CBD Technologies U.S. always provides only the highest quality CBD available. This shit is lab tested. You can view the results on their website. Yep. And this is a... For people that don't know, this is the the medical side of cannabis. The THC is the you know psychoactive one that gets you high, and CBD treats all kinds of ailments from anxiety, arthritis, um, other things that don't start with A, and you know all kinds of ailments. That's another A one. So, what is CBD good for? Everything. Do you remember that old CBD? <laughs> what is it good for? Absolutely everything. <laughs> CBD. Say it again. <laughs> Do you remember that Bernie Mac joke where he would talk about Robitussin? And like, uh, it was like something about how like his parents would just like, oh, put Tussin on everything. If you, yeah, you, you, you hurt your knee, it. you put some Tussin on it. Tussin fixes everything. Well, that's kind of like CBD. CBD is the new Tussin to where no matter what, this is a cure-all, like a snake oil cure-all. Wait, no, that's bad, right? Snake oil's bad. Snake oil salesman, that doesn't work. This does. They've even got like weed. With, yeah. With, <clears throat> they got know. CBD hemp flower. Do you think it's similar? Remember, like, when you were a kid and you would look in High Times Magazine and, like, 75% of it was just these ads for this fake weed? Mm-hmm. And, it, like, I, I, I always wanted to order it. I Maybe. never did, but, like, I was super intrigued. I remember uh, someone that I knew ordered it when I was a kid and had a bag of, the, of fake weed and you could smoke it and everything. And I want to say that it was probably this. It was probably weed. That had no THC in it. Now, they say it's got no THC. They say it doesn't get you high. But here, clearly, they're calling the, the syrup High Quill. High Quill. High Quill Relaxing Syrup. High Quill Relaxing Syrup. Okay, so you're, you're telling me that there's no psychoactive effects? That's what they say. All right, but I, you know, off wink, the record. Wink. Off the record, I'm going to say that there definitely are psychoactive effects wink, to CBD. Wink, yeah. There's no sight. If you can't tell, I'm winking. I'm winking with my eye. My eye is just going up and down to tell you that I'm, I'm lying. They can hear the wink. Yeah. They also have uh, they have powder, some uh, 
CBD isolate Ooh, powder. Like, how, how do you ingest that? I don't know if you mix it with food or just snort it. Yeah, like snorting, like like some shit that you know, some non psychoactive <laughs> snorting uh, powder would would be you know a fun way to spend a Friday night. Yeah, it definitely would be. Um, you've got you've got your CBD. Oh wow, CBD cookies and oils. Yeah. yeah, gummies. Uh huh. Sour diesel. Uh, what? Sour diesel I, hemp flour. That's that's clearly pot, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there's no THC in it. Wink, wink. It's non psychoactive. But they they sell this shit at like the gas stations now. At the gas station, yeah, and, I saw uh, those gummies. Street, they have yeah. gummies, and they have they have this now. They have actual flour. They have the actual flour, huh? Yeah, that's just CBD that's, flour. That's crazy. It is. It blows crazy. my mind. But that's CBD. the way they do it now. CBD. Okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can go to cbdtechnologies.us today, and you can look at all these products. Get yourself Wait, some shit. Jerky, Jesus. And if you use the code NHP. You'll save ten percent. That's a deal. And get you some high quill that doesn't it doesn't get you high or relax you or anything like that. Some high quill relaxing syrup that's non psychoactive. Yeah. You can get a vape a vape cartridge. Can, oh, oh, that's jerk. I thought that was jerky, but it's it's oil. What this? Yeah, it kind of does look like little like little, the little, little little jerky bits, like the nuggets, like little the nuggets. like the Jack Link nuggets. Mm-hmm. Now I want some jer- some Maybe CBD some jerky. Cookies, some a joint, a shatter, <laughs> a joint. Yeah, this is it's intriguing. Uh-huh. So uh so they're one of our new sponsors. Go check them out and let them know that we sent you by using that code NHP at cbdtechnologies.us or follow them on Instagram at cbdx. Oh, there's the lab coat picture. Oh, there it is. I knew it was going to happen. It's bound to. I don't drink soda. Well, when you said soft opening, I was thinking you meant like a butt. How <laughs> <laughs> <A> but <laughs> soft opening? <laughs> butt humor is probably one of the best. Yeah, butt and poop humor, dude. I would count poop humor under the umbrella. Yeah, of butt humor. yeah, and that, fart that humor's in there too. Absolutely, I would say it's all fart humor. Yeah, fart humor is the. <laughs> that covers Rod. butts and poops. Descriptive term, yeah. Humor is a touchy subject in today's world. So are buttholes. <laughs> touchy subject. Scatological humor. We're talking Dan Harmon and R. Kelly today. <laughs> you heard about Dan Harmon? What has he done? He oh, he left Twitter. Oh, uh, okay. Amidst uh, some some. Well, I guess it wasn't allegations. <laughs> yeah, not not allegations. He did it. <laughs> uh, I guess we'll just we'll just get into it. You know what? I could probably actually pull the video up, show it on this big screen of Dan Harmon. I follow his. What you need, he does what you daily need to do workout videos well. on Instagram. 
where he goes live on Instagram and takes off his shirt and then, um, like like works out. Uh-huh. And he, he sometimes gets flagged for some reason. <coughs> and I'll pull his videos. He likes to think that it's because that he's getting into shape, so it's becoming like less. It's becoming more and more pornographic. <coughs> For people, like people are, are, you know, getting more and more like sexual pleasure like from, from because his he's getting sexier. workout, right? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <coughs> <laughs> sounds like just like a, a a tag generator titled that. <laughs> Dan Damn. Harmon, Rick right, and Morty, Dan baby, Harman, sex doll, high IQ, 2009 comedy, Daryl. Watch my controversial new pilot, Daryl. Now, I have to warn you, I originally made it with Showtime uh, for their audience because it's a little groundbreaking for normal people to handle. But maybe you'll surprise me. Good luck. Controversial. I love controversial stuff. I love being edgy. I love funny jokes. And Dan Harmon, the co-creator of Rick and Morty, this guy has to be a comical genius, and he has to be really smart. So in 2009, Who's he decided that talking? to make just this some parody internet guy? Yeah, of him wanting to do a parody of Dexter. Some pussy. And what he wants to do, it prevents other bad things. This is what comedy looks like. Thank you. Well, I didn't read the tweet. What did the tweet say? Do is rape baby. He was accused of sexual harassment if you went to politics, and now just recently had a child rape so, comedy bit surfaced from the past. Not good. So, so for those of you who haven't watched it or, or do not have a visualization of what's going on, it he 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 uh, he's a therapist for somebody, and and when the therapist <coughs> le- or when when the client leaves, Dan Harmon, the therapist, says, "Well, good, I." I hope you can sleep well with all the sleeping pills I prescribed you. And and then it cuts to the next scene of him sneaking in, in the patient's house, dropping trow and humping a baby doll. <laughs> so, but, but there were, there were allegations of sexual harassment that were separate from this. Some context for this? Because I'm still a little bit confused. I, I need to see this clip or something. All right, so the clip. For taking all the sleeping pills I prescribed to you. Yeah, right here. So that later tonight, when I'm crawling in your window, I can count on you to sleep like a baby. Well, I do everything but sleep with yours. Now, see, I've. <laughs> sadly, I've seen this unedited. <laughs> uh. Yeah, it's uh, definitely funny. It's Dan Harmon. But as you can notice, down in the right-hand corner, it says Channel 101. Yeah, it was their, uh, it was the uh, YouTube channel, Channel 101, like some sort of so, weird comedy channel. So Channel 101 is also the first <coughs> place that we saw any kind of um, notice of a Rick and Morty television Remember show. like five years ago when we wouldn't have had to worry about laughing at anything? Uh-huh. You know, like, everything was free game. Well, this is all from 10 years ago when it was all completely kosher to, you know, make jokes of these stature. Yeah, now you're a horrible person if you even laugh at it. Yeah. I, yeah. I think it's kind of funny. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so on, on the subject, why, why this got re-brought up into the light is because uh, director James Gunn 
his old tweets were brought into the oh, light. Oh, yeah, and, I remember and that. And he was fired from the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. So... <laughs> his tweet wasn't even wasn't even that bad, I feel like. His tweet was... Um, God, what did he say? I remember hearing about the story. It was something this along may, the line... This, it was like a, a silly AIDS joke. This the version of adopting a damaged 12-year-old girl who steals your money and accuses you of molesting her. Uh, James Gunn said that? Yeah, these are some of his tweets. Oh, yeah. Three <laughs> men, a baby... They had sex with. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't hear that one. The one I heard was, um, "They say laughter is the best medicine. That's why I like to laugh at people with AIDS." <laughs> and I was like, ah, "Come on, my you new, know, like what it my is." My new film, "Jerk Loose," a small town where beating off is illegal, and one high school kid jerks off in front of others to show how fun it is. You know what? I feel like <laughs> AIDS. AIDS cold. patients should be fair game again, and I'll tell you why. Uh, it's because AIDS has been around now for what thirty years, thirty yeah, and plus when's years. When's the last time somebody died from you know, AIDS? Yeah, you, you, everybody by now knows how to prevent getting AIDS, and they, <laughs> they make AIDS drugs to where like you can basically live a full life. So you know what? Like I'm, I'm, I'm saying, AIDS is fair game again. So mm-hmm. here we go. So here we stop go. crying for yourself. Honestly, the best policy. Tell your three-year-old you're laughing, thinking of me fucking 3PO. He'll appreciate it when he's older. (laughs) I think that what this is is just a case of someone that's not – he's not very funny. You know, he's not very clever. But he wants to be edgy and he wants to be funny. It seems like it seems now, like me. It seems like this, like the kind of shit that I wrote is on the my face. Ever felt I, like a, felt like a three year old was peeing on my head. <laughs> I will say that you know if you're in a position where, that he is to where you're you've got notoriety and people are actually paying attention to your Twitter feed, like maybe you want to yeah be a little more careful. Well, watch what you say. You know, sure. if you're in some sort of guild, I think that's that's a pretty safe rule of thumb. Probably want to watch what you post on Twitter. Any, no, 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 no. Any guild. No, here's any the problem. Guilds, yeah. Here's the problem. These are 10 years old. Still, they had the guild back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, social media. He, 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 was, he wasn't involved with Disney. He was trying to be an edgy comic who was trying to write shows like Dan Herman does today. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got you have to anticipate your future with Disney. Yeah, Disney owns so should. so much content and so many you know so much IP that you have to assume almost that at some point I'm going to get bought out by Disney. Yep. I, I I have every every bit of faith that at some point the Natural Habitat podcast is going to be falling under that Mickey Mouse umbrella mm-hmm. and we're going to be answering to Michael Eisner and the the you know reanimated corpse of Nazi Walt Disney. Yeah, and yeah, I agree, and I think that it's. It's uh, it's very naive to think that you'll never end up working for Disney. And every decision that I make, I think of Disney. You That's know, I really think the only way this, to do business. Yeah, how will this affect my future end, with Disney? Exactly. How how will Zach and Cody feel about this? You know what I mean? Are they going to be living that sweet life when I'm there? Am I going to be living the sweet life? That's all I think about. I think that is that is that Nickelodeon or is that Disney? Who cares? I think it's Disney. I'm pretty sure uh, Zach probably. and Cody was on. At, at some show. point, you gotta assume Nickelodeon yeah. under Disney. Yeah, if they're not already, that's coming. That's gotta be soon. Mm-hmm. They're basically one and the same. I'm pretty sure Disney owns Florida, which is where Nickelodeon Studios Disney. is. That's the only place you can get slime like that, like in that large amount of quantities, is Florida because it's garbage. 
Now, Disney owns Star Wars and Guardians of the Galaxy. At what point do you think that that's going to cross over? Very soon. Ooh, that's gonna that's gonna happen, right? Like it has to. How can we not see Star Lord in in the new uh, you know uh, the new uh, Obi Wan movie with with Ewan Ewan McGregor Ewan Ewan <laughs> Ewan <laughs> I can't say his name. I don't know. I can see that getting canceled after after how poorly uh, Solo did. Did you see Solo yet, Bill? Neither have I. No. None of us have seen <laughs> the first Star Wars right. movie. Yeah, that's absolutely the first one I've like. I haven't seen in theaters. Yeah, but, uh, absolutely. I saw them all right away, or like opening day, or within like the first week for sure. I actually, for the Last Jedi, I took my time seeing it, but I got around to it. Yeah, so I remember I didn't that. See same, it here. All. same here. It took me a while to watch it, but I've I've seen it. Mm-hmm. And solid film, solid movie. Yep. A little but, long, but I don't know. I hear. Uh, I hear a lot of bad things about Solo, but I'm still intrigued. Yeah, I still want to watch it. It's just like for some reason, it's the first one that I haven't just gone and seen. I'll probably at least um, rent it from Redbox as opposed to just downloading it. That way, I'm still monetarily supporting the franchise. You know, like I didn't completely alienate yeah. it. Apparently, it's going to be on Netflix in a couple of weeks. Like, oh shit, because the Last Jedi dropped on Netflix right away. Yeah, I'll just wait for Netflix then. So I'm pretty sure that Disney has the deal with Netflix, and that's why. Didn't didn't Disney just buy Netflix? I'm pretty sure that's a thing, like a real thing. Well, what happened was Disney pulled all their content off of Hulu because and they're going to be doing their own streaming. They service. tried to do their yeah. own, or did they already? Come they out haven't done it yet. They haven't done it yet. They're just they're they're just in talks of getting it ready to get done. They they've got like promotions for when it for signing up for when it does come out. It's um, just another Hulu or Netflix, but it'll have solely Disney shows and Disney movies. Like, think of every Disney movie you've ever seen. Yeah, and you know what? You know what's cool is uh, they'll have the digital vault too. So, you know how they open the Disney vault every once in a while, oh, and they'll yep. put out like an old movie that isn't for sale. <coughs> they'll have that, so I'm sure that one of the one of the lists will be like, you know, something that's only available for that month. You know? Speaking of Disney, so like while I've been at the house bonding <coughs> with the baby or whatever, I, I've been needing shit to do. So I pretty much um, have gone through every game in the Redbox machine and I finally rented Kingdom Hearts. I don't know if you gross. guys have played Kingdom Hearts. Oh, man, that's terrible. Really? Yeah, gross. Well, I, all I knew about it was it was a Disney RPG, but it's very, very Japanese. It's very like... It's almost like your stereotypical, like, Japanese written English in the sense that it's like almost sounds very poetic, but yeah. a lot of the dialogue makes absolutely no sense and means nothing. And just, you, like, I, I played through probably a half hour and I, I, I saw no Disney characters. <laughs> it was just, just, you know, standard RPG fodder. And then it was like the quality of like a PlayStation 1 game. Yeah, on like on the PS4. Yeah, literally it was. Yeah, I I felt cheated. We actually went through the process of getting refunded. Nice by Redbox. (laughs) Yeah, we got like a a replacement code. (laughs) Yeah, that. uh, But yeah, very disappointing. That's something that I never got into. I can, I, because I wanted to see. Like it looked like there was in the trailer there were some really obscure Disney references. Like there was like Hercules. Yeah. Remember the Hercules movie? Like that was in it. Yeah. So I was just like, that could be fun. You know, I get to like go through some some fringe <coughs> Disney movies, but mm-hmm. nope. 
No. It wasn't happening. Yeah. It was just like a... That's a world that I never got into, the Kingdom Hearts world. Yeah, you weren't playing as Disney characters. It was just like a bunch of Japanese children you were playing as. Like Japanese, your typical anime yeah. style with the... I don't know why they, they see themselves as having like the, these spiky hair. You, you so, <laughs> so I wonder if they like... There's got to be... Have you ever played Kingdom Hearts, Bill? Nah, there, there's not, got not not one of my games. There's got to be a little bit of Disney in there somewhere, and I wonder if they just market it like that to us as Americans. I was wondering because yeah, I've because I've never seen the Asian kid. I've only seen just heavy Disney characters. It's always Mickey uh, Mouse. Yeah, like you, you see like Mickey and Donald and Goofy yeah. and like Nightmare Before Christmas. Like I saw so much cool shit in the trailer, and then you play it, and you're just like, where where's the Disney World? Yeah. Where's the Disney World? It's not here. Maybe I didn't have the patience to get through, you know, more than the tutorial levels. But. I know that I know that it's huge when people get into it because there's like I've always seen I always see like Kingdom Hearts. It's merch. a big thing with the nerds. Yeah, the nerds love the merch, yeah. the Kingdom Hearts the merch and tattoos. Yeah, so yeah, I didn't get to any of that. Nope. So, <laughs> didn't get to any of that. Got that refund. Well, that's crazy, man. And uh, I've I don't have my pipe. It's in my car. Oh, it's good. But uh. Dan Harmon left Twitter. So, in the midst of all this, I think that, you know, him out of everybody should have stood his ground and been like, fuck you. You know what I mean? Like, well, well, we'll see the way, the way that, uh, Adult Swim handled this. So Disney's all like, oh, well, James Gunn said these nasty things. We're going to fire him. Uh-huh. Adult Swim came out and said, hey, we understand what Dan Harmon did was very uncouth. And he has come out and publicly acknowledged that what he did was wrong, and he's apologized to everybody about it. And he does understand that Adult, you know, Adult Swim as a network, it will not tolerate and does not put up with that kind of behavior or content. Yeah. So all they did was come out and say, "Hey, he knew he fucked up. He apologized. He's been doing good with us." So. Yeah, and that's the way to do it. Yep. So <clears throat> that, that's why Disney's getting backlash from not just so many fans, but so many like people in the industry, actors, directors, or screenwriters, because they're not sticking up for their guy. They're, they're just kind of like throwing him to the side, throwing them to the wolves. Yeah. For their own public image. Yep. So that Disney could stay Disney, but that's Disney, man. They're the worst and they've been around forever. The worst. So I wouldn't expect any less from Disney. Our future bosses, which I love. Yeah. I love Disney. I probably can't stress that enough. I uh, just suck my, my soft opening. So it's high. <laughs> soft opening. Uh, you're a new, you're a new father now. I am, yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything is, everything is good on the home front. You've been home with the baby for a couple of days. Let the people know. Yeah. Yeah. What's he's, been going on? he's one week old. Yeah. Uh, his name is Maxwell. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very he's fancy a, name. He's a good baby. Not particularly fussy. Uh, as far as I'm told, he's a large baby on the huh. the physical stature scale. Nice. So, you know, he's got that going for him, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, he's he, he doesn't do a whole lot. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not calling him lazy, but I'm just saying, you know, he sleeps and eats the majority of he the time. He just kind of lacks motivation. Uh, every once in a while, he'll open his eyes for, for maybe five minutes. Mm-hmm. Then he just goes right back to sleep again. Enjoy these moments, guy. Man, that's yeah. 
but that's you know, the life he's, for everyone. He's uh, he's you know, he smiles and he does human things. So, <laughs> so it's very good. enjoyable. Yeah, those are all good. Yeah, but yeah it's it's crazy. Um, you know, you don't really you don't really know until you have the kid. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What it's like. So you're gonna. There's have... definitely like a like a indescribable bond and feeling that you have you know what i mean that you're just like oh shit like i'm a parent you know you like you in your, in your head you always know that when you have a kid like yeah you know you love him and do whatever for him you know like because that's what you're you're programmed to like you know uh-huh. know and believe that that's what you do for your child so it just kind of feels like that but then like once he's there you're like your your paternal instincts actually kick in you actually feel that you, you feel it you're like oh shit like i would i would gut a motherfucker right now and like mm-hmm. you know that's crazy. Uh, I do anything right now, like for this this child. So it's a crazy feeling for sure. Yeah, because I mean, I always hear about it, and so did you. You always heard about it, and then now you felt it. And I now, definitely feel it. <laughs> the the realness, the realness of having a child and fucking that bond. That's crazy, man. Well, congratulations. I'm Thank glad you. that everything's going good. Um, so you're gonna have this whole new resurgence of Disney movies. That you get to enjoy with yeah, your child. I now. suppose that's true. So you get to be excited about the vault opening up. It's my favorite thing about Disney, if you can't tell. And uh, what what was your shit when you were growing up? I liked Oliver and Company, but that was actually a contemporary Disney film at the time. That wasn't in the vault. You know what I mean? That came out in the early nineties, I think. Yeah, Billy Joel was was popping. Hell he was yeah. the dog. Right, yeah, Billy Joel was the yeah, dog. Yeah, Oliver and Company was dope. Um, I liked the the Fox and the Hound. That was a good one. That mm-hmm. never really got its due. Um, Aladdin. Aladdin was my shit. Yeah, I watched that a lot. Aladdin and Lion King um, for sure. Fantasia, like I never really that was like I, not until like. Like, I was older and was, like, watching it because I was all, like, stoned or on <laughs> shrooms or something. But, like, when I was a little kid, I didn't really appreciate it. I was like, what the fuck? You know, this has no dialogue. This is boring as fuck. Yeah, Fantasia is... my screen. This is, you know... <laughs> Fantasia is like the... Shit? It's like the poor man's, like, Pink Floyd's The Wall. Like, it's not as crazy and extreme, but the same kind of thing that you're looking at. Yeah. Bill? The Lion King, yeah. of course, too. The Lion King, when Lion King came out, like... Like that was probably the the Disney movie that came yeah. out during my lifetime that like was super cool. That was like the that was like the the A Rod of Disney movies. Is yeah. that a thing? Was that a baseball player from like ten years ago? <laughs> uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. What was your shit, Bill? Uh, I was always about like the cartoons. I think I. I from what I remember, it was like the uh, Jack and the Beanstalk with uh, Mickey, Donald, and Goofy. Oh, I don't know okay, if that yeah. was a movie. I vaguely remember this. But yeah, uh, I don't- they had a bunch of either short movies or or cartoons that were the three of them, and they were super old, and you just, you just can't find them anymore. Mm-hmm. They made a lot of weird, questionable cartoons, Disney did, to like teach you like, how to prepare for nuclear war and like... Yeah. I remember, I remember yeah, watching did. one where like where it was goofy and he was driving a car and he he uh, was teaching me about like keeping a distance from other cars because when you stop in your car it takes like a whole football field for your car to stop 
and it like showed yeah. it like in this little cartoon and like so was goofy was doing shit. informational public service yeah type videos That's yeah cool. teaching little children how to drive cars properly for the future the goofy movie was was oh, dope oh yeah ah oh, dude that, yeah, was, that was that was a that was a good because I was know, just old enough to where I thought I was cool, but I was still right. Like a that kid. was they they hit that sweet spot. Like yeah. that was like almost like not like a baby movie. It was almost for like he had the sweet ass sunglasses like, and a skateboard yep. and shit and like what was it power um power plug? You know what I'm talking about uh, the the singer that oh my god I just so 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 San Diego the Michael, the, the Michael is going Jackson on right now? yeah. San Diego Comic Con is going on right now, and uh, I saw somebody cosplaying as the person you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, it was like, um... yeah, I know. And then he goes up and <laughs> hell yeah, and he's he's doing the full song and everything, and like the dance. <laughs> I totally just remember Goofy's son is named Max too. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. that's right. That's dope. Hello. You are like a real life goofy kind of. You know what else is the tight best way? that I'm gonna be able to share with my son is um, the kid from um, where the wild things are is named Max too. Oh yeah. So I'm gonna yeah. I think I'm gonna push that on him pretty tough. <laughs> I like all your agendas. Mm-hmm. Your agendas for this kid are on point. Yeah. You're like most people are like I'm gonna teach him that God's real and you know to like fear these certain oh things. Oh, God, I, I'm like, scared. Like, that's one thing, like, I don't know how to handle. Like, what do I do when he asks me, about, like, about God? Do I, like, because I, I want him to... You you, exp- you explain to him that Jesus Christ, as most people refer to God, is just a son God like the many other de- deities that people worship <laughs> around the world. No, don't teach him about Odin. Don't do that. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm dead serious. My, you ask my kids, and they're multi-theological. They know they know that people believe in religion because they need something to believe in. They they understand that everybody has a religion. Well, that there's not just one you should believe in, but they're all basically the same thing regardless. I want my kid to be able to, you know, decide for himself. I want so I'm not going to like necessarily yeah. push like a even an agnostic belief on them like I'm just going to, you know, more or less yeah, teach them like, that, hey, that, that, that like everybody has their own personal relationship, you know, with religion. But you know, like whatever they believe in, you got to do the research and you know go off of what what's inside of yourself. Yeah, I think that I think that uh, Nick handled it really well. He told me a story recently where uh, I refuse to believe that he handled anything well. I know that's what I'm saying, but he uh, his son came home one day and. Uh, something happened. I want to say that Nick like cussed or something, and his son was like, "Hey, don't say that. Uh, otherwise, you're gonna go to hell." And he was like, "Wait, what? <laughs> like, where are you getting this from?" And he like asked him. He like sat him down. I was like, "What are you talking about, dude?" And then he found out that there was a kid at school that is like super religious and like goes to church all the time. And he was like telling him about it and like kind of teaching him the ways and you know, pushing this on him. And, uh, and he like kind of explained to him, he was like, look, dude, like, you know, people have like these religious beliefs that they follow. And there's this community that you have in church and church is a cool place, but there's nobody that's judging you and watching you and going to punish you after you die. Like you don't have to live in fear that you're being watched all the time. You should be able to experience life because there is no, you know, there is no judgment after you're done. That's 
people believe in that and they can believe in that all they want and that's fine. But I don't want you to have to worry about the way that you live thinking that you're going to be punished for it after you die. Like, that's crazy. And then Jack was like, okay, that totally makes sense. I see. And then he was like, you know, there's all different types of religions and they all have the same, you know, the same thing that it boils down to. And he totally got it. Boom. Done. (laughs) So I was like, wow. That's it's, crazy. It's, That's probably not how I would have handled that. <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty easy to explain these type of situations to a young child because they don't have their own opinion. Nobody has molded their idea of what a society or a religion is yet. So to tell them outwardly what a religion is and allow them to foster that idea if they want it or not Nick is a real is a, is right. a real difference than the majority of people throughout history that have can had, definitely so. be problematic and can lead to a, a wide range of consequences um, you know there's a lot of religions some some good some not so good one thing you don't want though is for your child to end up in any sort of sex cult yeah absolutely uh, especially a sex oh, cult I don't, I, I don't know sex cult that. headed by one uh, Robert Kelly as we segue over That's a to great this, segue. this uh this okay. nineteen minute would you call it a song? I would call it a song. Or would you call it just more like like a rant like done in in harmony? Uh man. I don't know. Let's play a little bit of it. This is uh this is R. Kelly's brand new song. It's 19 minutes and 18 seconds long. I feel like long. We, we have to give some context, though, because, like, what if they don't know about R. Yeah. Kelly? Okay, yeah. I mean, what if Good they've point. been living under a rock and they don't know about about one Robert Kelly and his his laundry list of, of <laughs> sexual deviancy? Very true. Very true. So, I mean, I, I guess the story would start in... Uh, in like uh, what, like the sixties when R. Kelly was sure. born. 60, okay, yeah, yeah, R. Kelly. Yeah, because he's he's older. You yeah, know, he's, he's older than people probably might realize. He's, he's got to be like fifty now. I, I would say so. Yeah, and uh, he was huge. What what would what would his number one song be? Do you think back in the day? Oh, man, I mean, I, I, be- on her. I believe I can fly. Is was a, was a massive massive oh, hit. Yeah, uh, but there's bump and grind. Um, the remix to Ignition, hot, hot and fresh out the the kitchen. Yep, Ignition in uh, 2003 is his number one song. Number two is I Believe I Could Fly. Didn't he do the thong song? <laughs> no, that's Cisco. Oh. Bump and Grind, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, Bump and Grind was Bump, huge. Bump and Grind. I was think like that was the one that had the really the really cinematic mo- um, music video that was like 10 minutes long and he got like kidnapped and shit. And he ends up in like a hospital, and there's a- his videos are fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My whole my whole outlook on R. Kelly changed when Trapped in the Closet came out. Well, man, Trapped in the, yeah, like the all twenty five parts. Yeah, that shit was crazy. I mean, R. Kelly's been doing weird shit pretty much his whole career, and like <laughs> that you can't forget about it. Like all the times he's been accused of peeing on people, yeah. and just doing all sorts of shit. And most recently, he's been accused uh, as has been documented in the news. Of the, this of running a sex, sex cult. cult. Yes. And I've seen interviews. Have you seen interviews with these girls? Yeah. These sex cult survivors. Dude, they're like... Uh, I heard an interview that was with 
one of the girls that was like still there and she was like we're fine and no one is being held i want to be here and it's like yeah i'm sure that you want to be there but it's there's a lot of manipulation and brainwashing going on maybe not so much brainwashing but manipulation for sure and you know he'll pick up these girls on tour or wherever that are just like you know uh like all crazy and starstruck and he'll take them with him and I want to say had them all they were all like on some property somewhere yeah he has like a house in Atlanta that he mm-hmm. keeps them at and they're they're forced to be naked it's like a naked type deal like where they just walk nud- around nudism yeah and I mean they basically they're basically his slaves mm-hmm. and he keeps them he keeps them smacked up there was also on, uh, <laughs> all sorts of yeah sorts of drugs and, and they uh, and the girl like didn't have any contact with her parents and her parents were like trying to contact her she like wouldn't answer any calls wouldn't call him back and then she went on this news interview and was like I just want to tell my parents that I'm fine and I love them and it's like we'll call them then like so there was also a lot of underage shit right like he he had peed on an underage girl in a video or something like that. Yeah, and Man, that was huge. He's well known for these non-disclosure agreements that he makes everybody who comes in contact with him sign. So like you, you're constantly like getting interviews with people, like saying like, "Yeah, I've got a really crazy R. Kelly story, but I signed a non-disclosure agreement." And like, there's this just like this whole whole thing about that. Yeah. But most recently, he's come out with a song. Um, it's a 19 minute song, in lack of better words, and. Well, I mean, the name of the song is I Admit It. Yeah. <laughs> and he admits not just to, you know, basically running the sex cult, but he admits to being, I mean, like broke, spending all of his money. I mean, just. So he actually. He admits to a whole bunch of things that, like, nobody was even really accusing yeah, him of. Yeah. He admits to a lot of other things that nobody cares it's about. Like he was and just trying he, to get this off of his chest. I feel like this has been brewing inside of R. Kelly for, for <laughs> years. He's still. He just, he still denies a lot, and he also makes excuses for things. Yes, yeah. Like, like he's like, why is this that bad, though? <laughs> you know, like, why is my personal life any of your business? These girls are freaks. Like, at one point, here, hold on. We're just going to play a little bit. I got some notes. <laughs> so it starts out much like any other R. Kelly song. You keep waiting for the hook and it just never comes. I admit I done made some mistakes. And I have some yeah, imperfect it never ways. Comes. I admit I help so many people. And I'm saying damn people turn fake. I admit it was so, so hard to focus. Yeah, I admit I help so many people. That's kind of like a And all those people are fake. And you're right, it goes forever. It's like, like in, a humble brag right there. It's like in uh you guys remember um in Hustle and Flow where like where the, where the the main dude DJ or whatever was like just writing and writing and writing and recording stuff and everyone was yelling at him and they're like we need a hook man we need a hook that's what should have happened they should have had a PJ or whoever the fat guy they should have had him and the skinny white guy from Road Trip so that they could um, structure DJ this Quills. song who the fuck raps for 19 minutes and nev- and doesn't Ar- ever do anything R Kelly motherfucker <laughs> yeah R Kelly is known for doing this. So, so he goes through, kind of blames, you know, we'll just kind of play some chunks of this. He blames I feel like everyone else. He was like, he went into the studio and he was just speaking, but the auto tune was on, and that's how it came out. 
So like he he actually wasn't singing that at all. It was just <laughs> him speaking into. It like was just a, a conversation, mm-hmm. and he was talking to a guy in in the headphones with the talkback, but you couldn't hear him in the booth. Yeah, yeah. I admit it. I made it. I admit it. I did it. I admit it, I did. I guess this is a hook, maybe. I admit it, I did, did it. I admit I got so many flaws. Told so many lies to these bros. Blew so much money, popped so many bottles. Yeah, I fuck a bitch just because. Nigga, I had a hell of a day. All right, so he admits to being a sex addict at that point. He's like, I'm an alcoholic. I'm a sex addict. You know, I lie to, I lie to women to get what I want. So that's that's good. That's a good step to admit that. You know what I mean? Yep. It's not a good that's way to live. And he's like, look, I admit this. I admit that I have my flaws. That's how he started that. So good on you, R. Kelly. Please ask me 2%. I admit I love God, but wait. It's so much temptation, but wait. Admit to the drinking and smoking too much, but it helped me get through the day. Won't say no names, I'm not a snitch. But one night at the risk, I did some shit I shouldn't have did. When it fucked my niggas bitch, I admit I ain't. Dang, so he fucked his homie's girlfriend. And right. also, he loves God, but he also mentions at some point in the song that he, that he admits that he doesn't go to church. So he doesn't follow like he should. But, you know, a lot of this, a lot of his flaws, he could blame on God. God made him this way, and it's tests that God is putting him through. It's a real easy out. You know what I mean? He's not touching on any of the hard-hitting issues that we were, you know, speaking on, though. I've yet to hear him address these these allegations of sex cults. And- uh, another thing that he admits that I want to throw out here, because I'm afraid that I won't be able to find the line within this 19-minute song, he admits that he can't spell. Yeah, he admits to all sorts of... He just, I feel like this is like, <laughs> this is like, like E-40 choices, like how he just ran out of stuff. <laughs> like, he just starts running out of shit to admit. And just starts admitting things that he doesn't... Well, it's like, <laughs> did it really need to be 19 minutes then? Yeah, right? Like how? We could have done 13. That would have been just a shot. The song, like, stops, like, four minutes in, and you, you think, and you're like, oh, okay, that wasn't that long. And then it just comes back in, and it gets, like, more extreme. <laughs> I admit it, I did. I admit it, I admit it, I did. I admit it, I did. I admit it, I did, did it. They took my gift and they blind me. Where the fuck is my money? Now here come this big ass conspiracy. I still got my fans, that's a blessing. Listen to heaven, just stay on my grind and that's 24-7. And I know my mama joined is smiling down on me. I put that on ever. Been a grown man since age 11. Man on the guap since seven. Rest in peace to my homie Kevin. I admit it, I did it. I admit it, I did. I admit it, I did. I admit it, I did. I admit, I admit I'm a freak. Used to go to strip clubs every week. But who these niggas trying to say I am? Man, I'm not, and I put that on chief. I admit I fuck with all the ladies. That's both older and young ladies. But tell me how they call it pedophile because of that shit. That's crazy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so he admits that he loves the ladies, all right? Older ladies and young ladies. I I I wonder, you know, how often, though, like, like, what's the ratio old to young? I bet you, I bet you, the young wildly out 
you know, wildly outweighs the, the amount of older women. We're, we're, we're told to him, 24? Yeah, right? yeah, right? And it's like you have to think that he, R. Kelly tours the United States, <laughs> let alone the, not the world. You know, I'm sure that he's done international shows. The age of consent is different all over the all over the world and all over the United I, I States. I guarantee you, R. Kelly has like a like a diagram that shows yeah. the age of consent in whatever region he's in. I remember there was a there was this company. I forget what it was called, but it was like in the early days of the internet, and you would go there to buy like extreme shirts, and they had like all these cool shirts. And there was one that was like, "I support single moms," and it had like a stripper yeah, silhouette yeah, on it, and everybody wore it. Sure. But it was this one website that made them all, and they had one that was a. Uh, it was the Age of Consent tour, and it had all the states on the back, like tour dates, and it said the Age of Consent <laughs> for male and female, and for gay and straight. Like there was all these different things, and then like you would you could tell like what states Age of Consent was like fifteen, what states sodomy was illegal, like, and it broke it all down on the back of the shirt. So R. Kelly probably has one of those for real. He also would like to remind everybody constantly throughout the song that he's an artist. Yeah, exactly. It's like my my musical contributions make it okay. Yeah. Okay for me to do these things. Yeah, he's an artist, and what we should do is we should appreciate his art because it's a gift that he gives us. And stay the fuck out of his personal life. <laughs> exactly. Don't ask me about sex cults. Ask me about songs about sex cults. <laughs> yeah. Now Wendy Williams mad with me But I ain't never offer her no drink But I admit that she asked me Can I get a little Hennessy Then we both Wendy turned Williams. off our phone We drink, I smoke, we talk And I admit that I told it all From my good points to my faults She said, what about Aaliyah? I said, love She said, what about the tape? I said, hush I said, my lawyer said, don't say nothing But I can tell you I've been set up I admitted how ever since the first day That without knowing I signed my publishing away I admitted I was young and caught up and so blind, yeah Said I had dyslexia, couldn't read all the contracts Coming out the truth in this message Some broke as legend The only reason I stay on tour Is cause I gotta pay my rent I never thought that it would come to this To being the most disrespected artist So I had to write a song about it Cause they always take my words and twist it Believe me, it's hard to admit all this But I'm in my feelings about this shit But I had to set the fucking record straight So I admit it, I mean Okay, so he sold all of his publishing When he when he made his songs, so the record label took all of his publishing rights, no royalties, no money off of these songs. He's an artist. He's all emo, Nemo, swimming in his feelings, all upset. Uh, He also, you know, constantly brings up the fact that he doesn't have any money. He says that he's not an ATM machine at one point in this song, and I always think that's funny because it's a, it's a. ATM machine, like an automatic transfer machine machine. Is that what ATM stands for? Automatic transfer I thought, machine? I thought, it, I thought it stood for automated at the teller. At the moment? Yeah, because you need the money at the moment. I think that's like a white trash thing. Fuck you. 
Because I heard that too growing up. No, no, this is like five minutes into the song. I did not make it that far. So I'm curious, like, what what is he possibly talking around like 15, 16 minutes in? Like, is he's just like rambling about like what? Like, like can we skip ahead and uh, yeah. see what, what the deal is? How is this 19 minutes? He does address the sex cult at one point. <laughs> okay. That's what I was waiting for. That's the elephant in the room. Probably should have led with that. Yeah. No, it's, you got to you got to get to. Writing the same stories over and over and over again. Off my name, you the win and made yourself a career. Well, guess what? I pray for you and your family and all my other enemies. I'm not going to let y'all steal my joy. I'm just going to keep on doing me. Just gonna keep doing him. Yeah, I guess that's really all he can do. Storms over. I admit I talked to Miss McGlynn. FYI, that's my second month. So yeah, you're just going back into it. Fuck all the fortune and fame. Forget the name. I'm a human. I can't believe all the under the table shit they doing. I'm tired of fingers pointed at me. I'm tired of all this weight on me. I'm tired of everybody want a piece of me. Shit, I'm not an ATM machine. <laughs> yeah. Brainwashed. Really? Oh, there we go. Kidnapped. <laughs> Took me off their playlist. Oh my God. Here we go. Don't get it twisted. I do support them, but why they want to bring down my arm? Damn, this is breaking my heart. Cause from fathers, mothers, sons and daughters I'm a part of the music culture Spotify took me off the playlist I admit that I've been underrated I'm not convicted, not arrested But drag my name in the dirt All this work to be successful When you're bending me cause of what you heard I admit I am not perfect I never said I was perfect Say I'm abusing these women What the fuck, that's some absurd shit They brainwashed, really? Kidnapped, really? Can't eat, really? Real talk, that shit sounds silly and if you really, really wanna know Father dropped her off in my show Now, did, did, at any point did he deny that? He just he just said that it's absurd and sounds silly. But I didn't hear him say. He said brainwashed. Really, really, and then and then like, he also that said could, that that could be written like brainwashed question mark really period. Uh huh. <laughs> and also he threw in can't eat, which I never heard. <laughs> That's not a thing yeah. that I heard in the news. It's like one of those things like where the where the bad guy knows. offers up too many details. It's only something he would know. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! And, that I can't eat, mm-hmm. really. <laughs> and also, he uh, he he also like he pulls the race card at one point, and is like, <laughs> and is like, uh, he's like, I love Steve Martin, I love uh, you know Wendy Williams, and uh, like somebody else. It was like three like you know noteworthy. He said, he said Steve Martin. No, not Steve Martin. Uh, Steve Harvey. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, was like, I did say Steve Martin. That Steve Martin? <laughs> not that Steve Martin. Steve Harvey. And he was like, he was like, uh, 
all you people talk bad about me and we're all black and we're supposed to look out for each other. So it's like <laughs> the black man has been held down long enough and now we're now we're attacking each other, family. And it's like you can't you also, you know, are running a sex cult and peed on an underage girl. So that doesn't make everything that you do okay. Right, yeah. I like, think Bill Cosby kind of did the same thing. Yeah, he was like, come on, we're supposed to, you know, lift lift each other up. <laughs> and it's like, no, no. Well, at a certain point, no. you kind of just make everything worse. No, no, he's all, we're supposed to lift each other up. Yes, but that is before we give them the drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean the jello. I mean the, the pudding. So, uh, R. Kelly, fucking hats off to you, man. You want to hear the end of this, how it wraps up? Yeah. He says, uh, I don't know if it'll play it or not. I'm not, it's somewhere towards the end. He brings up his kids and then he says, uh, he says, I can't really say too much. Like he's like, my, my kids, my babies, I love you, but I can't really say too much. And it's like, you just did 19 minutes and you laid everything out. All the things that you shouldn't say to your kids. And then you addressed your kids at the very end. But you won't say that shit to my face Cause you know it ain't shit to say Next nigga bring me some dumb shit It's gonna be a misunderstanding Cause niggas that listen to dumb shit Are niggas that be on that dumb shit They need a life cause they ain't got no life So they always caught you in a dumb shit Blocking my path, they don't know the half and so They make an assumption Since when do assumptions Look, and then it just ends. And then it like so he couldn't even do a proper breakdown for that nineteen minute song. It just fucking fades out in four seconds. <laughs> right. Like seriously. Like <laughs> How are you gonna make a nineteen minute song with it's a bro? Is it? Yeah, that's what a way it's to probably him. It's probably him dropping the mic and walking away. He couldn't. He couldn't do like a like some sort of belting out like singing thing that R. Kelly does. So he admitted to no crimes. No, that was a, a big waste of everybody's like, time. At least the he was for like law enforcement. He was like, look, I admit it. I admit that you don't have a life, and I admit that you conjured up things about me, and I admit that these are all lies, and I admit that I'm an artist, and I admit. That I don't have any money. <laughs> Is this kind of like that time that OJ wrote that book? If I had done it or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> oh man, did you see the lost confession? Yeah, that was intense, man. Like the way Fox, I mean, it was like done like only how only Fox could do something. You know what I mean? Like with the with the really corny panel of like analysts like uh-huh. breaking it down. Yeah. Uh. Man, that was good. And he was just explaining uh, hypothetically, of course. And just laughing about weird shit that he shouldn't have been laughing <laughs> yeah. about. And fucking, that was so creepy. I can't believe I have to say this, but this is hypothetical. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> so I took the knife. I, yeah. I remember the gate was open. And it's like, he, you could see him like, like remembering like recalling, it. Yeah. yeah. But he's recalling what he wrote in the book, the fake story. Uh, yeah. That's fucking. That was in poor taste. That's heavy, dude. 
Well, R. Kelly. If I own. were to have done it, I would have kept the other glove on. <laughs> I switched back to fucking. <laughs> I switched back to the. Look at what just happened. I was like this. Now that you can see the screen, Bill. And I switch over to Chrome, and it's fucking Dan Harmon <laughs> fucking a baby. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a hard visual to, like, get out of my head, especially when I go home to, like, take care of my child. <laughs> yeah. You better make sure that window's locked. <laughs> fucking Dan Harmon. <laughs> Don't take any sleeping pills from Dan Harmon. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Well... Anything no, else? people are going to be horrified that Dan Harmon's going to creep in their window at night. <laughs> they should be. Especially now that he's not on Twitter, you can't keep track of him. He's a hey, ghost. guys. <laughs> Good thing you <laughs> took those sleeping pills so you can sleep like a baby while I do everything but sleep with yours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right. We'll see you guys next week. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice sign off. Natural habitat recordings.